Welcome to the One Degree Shift Podcast, where we learn the little changes that future-proof some of our favorite companies and teams. Here's your host, Eric Termundi. Gareth McVicker, thank you so much for joining the One Degree Shift Podcast. How are you today? Uh, my pleasure. I'm excited to, uh, to be here and to have my first uh, interview from uh, the comfort of my home, which I'm enjoying at the moment, but I'm having a great morning so far. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. And for those who are listening, Gareth has been a friend um, and supporter of mine since, well, for, for years now. And it was at the office that we first met. And that seems, you know, just the office itself seems like years ago, uh, let alone when we met. As we settle into this new reality, perhaps for, for weeks or, or months now uh, at home. So Gareth, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about the work that you do, whether it be at the office or at home, and ultimately what you're most excited about right now as we look at this transition? Sure, absolutely. So my full-time job is working at the University of Calgary. I'm the manager of student leadership development in our leadership and student engagement office. And, you know, a lot of my work there is uh, working with an amazing uh, collaborative team of people to help students really begin to discover and figure out their leadership identity and what leadership means to them, uh, learning about their strengths and the things that make them stand out and then really how they take those things forward uh, into, you know, interviewing for jobs, into their workplace, into relationships, into their teams, all of those things. And then a lot of work that I also do is with Spark Coaching and Consulting, which is my own business. And uh, very similar uh, to that, I'm very used to working at home on Spark, but it's definitely been a bit of an adjustment this week, having you know that work usually, which takes up my evening, and then uh, now working at home uh, during the day as well, while we kind of ride out this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. What an interesting time. Now, you're also a Gallup Certified Strength Coach, is that correct? I am, that's right. So in a time like this, We'll call it transition, we'll call it new normal, we'll call it business as usual, new usual. How, how does one perhaps discover or maybe rediscover what their strengths are when they're working from home? I think it's a great question and it's certainly something that I've been grappling with for the past three days. Four of my five top strengths are in relationship building and I thrive on a lot of daily interactions with colleagues and collaboration. And uh, so now being at home basically with myself and my West Highland Terrier and trying to kind of figure out how I keep up some of that social interaction because I'm really at my best when I'm collaborating with other people. For myself, that's been reusing Zoom a lot. Um, I'm doing a lot of chats in the evening with folks via Spark. And I think, you know, for all of us that are at home at the moment, it's we're probably really connected into what our strengths are at work. So obviously mm-hmm. the things that we enjoy doing, the things that really play well to the jobs that we're doing. But I think it's really different when suddenly you're at home and, you know, for myself, it's just myself and my dog, but for other folks, it's their families, it's their kids, all of those really different pieces. So I think a lot of it at the moment is I was trying to figure out what are our strengths look like in this new normal and, really how does it fit to the environment or if it's not, how do we make the environment fit to our strengths? 
So how do we do that? I mean, if we go from an office where we've got touch points and connecting with people and face-to-face and hugs and handshakes or, you know, at least eye contact, how are you transitioning? How are you leveraging your strengths or how are you perhaps closing the gap in strengths that you, that you didn't have or opportunities that you saw? So I think, you know, two of my top strengths are individualization and relator and those in every aspect of my life form pretty clear foundation about the way that I connect with folks. So a lot of my day has become chatting on instant messaging, it's become texting, it's become videos. And so even though it's not in person and not having that eye contact and not being able to actually, you know, walk the one meter between uh, myself and somebody else, but really looking Mm -hmm. at how do I maintain those relationships, but it's also looking at because obviously, it's not the same, right? And a lot of the things that I'm doing at home right now require a lot more reading, a lot more solo work. And, and the way that I'm trying to really lean into my strengths is that for me, strengths is so much connected into the things that we're passionate about. And so it is giving me the chance, you know, kind of cross the way both um, at work and with Spark to kind of figure out, you know, what are some of the newest books that talk about leadership? What are some of the new resources that Gallup has Uh, coming out and how do I really kind of align more of my passion into what I'm doing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not that I don't do that every day, but it's looking at how do I really take this time to pause and be able to reflect. And I think for those of us that are at home um, at the moment, which I guess is the vast majority of us, it's also figuring out depending on what your strengths are, how do you set up your home office if you are at home with other family members, how do you set up boundaries about when you're in the office, when you're enjoying family time? If you have a lot of relationship building strengths, then what do you need to do to engage that? If you have a lot of strategic strengths, what do you need to do so that you're feeling productive and that you're, you're using your time? So I think it's really diving into what are some of the core things that we have in our strengths? And then what do we need to do in this sort of new normal at the moment? Are or our home environment to be able to play to those. So actually let me flip that back on you, Eric. So knowing you, you're a very social person and like me, you are very collaborative and build relationships everywhere you go. So let me ask you the question of how are you making that adjustment to being at home on a computer and not having that interaction? It's funny you say that because my office has been at home for the last five years, really, and and by myself. I guess the difference now is that my commute was typically an airplane. You know, being on about 100 flights a year, I'm seeing about a four-month gap in my calendar right now where it's just at home. And not only is it just at home, but the transition for me is that I have a significant other at home with me too, which I wouldn't say poses challenges, but it does a change. And so the the big thing for us, because this isn't just me now, like it was before, is maintaining a high degree of communication. And to be clear, sometimes that communication is I need space, or I need time, or I need to breathe. And as a result, you know, Jillian and I, uh, we had the conversation on day one that said, we, you know, we said we had to be open with each other both in terms of the positives that we're feeling and the negatives and that anytime there is a negative, we can't take it personally in this time of change. And so for me, while I'm not able to, because I haven't done the training, tell you the words that exemplify my my leadership skills or my strengths, what I do know is that 
communication is incredibly important to me or um, communication that enables break or pause too. Um, and, and, and just making sure that making sure that we're both on the same page for me now too, the second thing that I'm really trying to practice is patience. There's a fine balance between checking the news right now and staying sane. And at the same time, knowing that every time I check the news, now it seems like another state is going under lockdown or a country is going under lockdown. And that does change the world and it does change what the projections are and that does change how Mm -hmm. our careers are going to unfold and when we go back to work. And so, you know, exercising patience and being calm in the situation and really focusing on the things that I can control and not the things that I can't are allowing me to be as in control of my time and my reactions as possible, knowing that, you know, I'm not always going to get it right either. And I think that that's really important too, giving ourselves permission to not be okay at times, but also permission to get on the path of trying to get back to right, if that makes sense. Yeah, very much so. And, and you know, that brings up a really great point, too, is that, you know, if we're clued into discussions around strengths in our workplaces or are very clued into our own self-awareness, we very much know what our strengths focus on and how they work in that team environment. But then that also brings up an interesting question when you were talking about Jillian about do we ever have those conversations about strengths with our partners or for those of us that have, you know, younger kids or teenagers, have they been engaged in discussions about strengths? And if not, how do we use this opportunity when everybody is home to be able to talk about those things? I can think about multiple friends at the moment who suddenly, you know, both uh, partners aren't home. Uh, the kids are doing homeschooling and they're kind of trying to figure out what this new normal is. And mm-hmm. could that be helped if they all had a discussion around strengths and what people need and when they're you know when they learn best or work best during the day or if one person needs the office at this time or this person needs the office at the other time how are they being more purposeful about those conversations you know i had uh, a request this week to be on a podcast about employee engagement uh, remotely <laughs> and um, you know I, I, I couldn't help but to chuggle evidently uh, about the title because I think in times like this it's not employee engagement it's just human engagement uh, you know I, I think that it's been a, f- a fascinating experiment and observation seeing the world's breaks be applied when it comes to the economy and watching things slow down and seeing, you know, um, companies that are still open barely, but, you know, seemingly closing down. And as a result, this remote working experiment, I think we can call it for now, uh, which might become a more of a new normal is an exercise, not just in keeping employees engaged, but keeping people engaged with themselves Mm -hmm. and with each other. So I'm going to turn it back to you as, as a leader, when you've got a team of introverts, extroverts of type A's type B's of, you've got all this broad spectrum of individual, how do you get the most 
out of your team in a time like this? And and let let me be clear. I don't mean like extracting productivity and trying to squeeze every last ounce of efficiency out of these people. I, I think that that's absolutely not the right way to look at it. It's how do you make them as a, as a leader feel their best so they can do and be their best? You know, I think it's a really great question. And I think it actually starts with what have been the norms and the environments that we've been used to working with. And so do folks have the flexibility of, you know, um, a certain role in time window in the morning? Um, Is there an emphasis in the office that they work in about health and wellness and really seeing the employee or... And it's funny, I don't even like using that term, but in seeing like the coworker or the person that we're working with as a whole person and everything that comes with that, I can think of many different, you know, of my colleagues, um, of many different friends where at home they're able to kind of use the same strategies that they've been using at work. So I think for me, the answer to that question is that if folks are coming from an environment where strengths are talked about, where there's flexibility, where leaders are very much tailoring the way that they lead, manage, and work with people to folks' individual styles, then I think that transition into working remotely um, becomes much smoother would kind of be my Mm -hmm. thought. I think for folks who, you know, are maybe used to being in environments where there is a lot more structure or specific times or environments where, again, that time aspect is super important, I could imagine this being a lot more challenging because suddenly, you know, everybody is kind of responsible for their own schedule and when they're doing things and when they're not. And so I think kind of to your point about this new normal of working remotely, it's going to be a huge transition. And I would almost wonder if when you look at the landscape of working, whether this might actually be one of the hugest transitions that's occurring right now. And then Mm -hmm. does that mean that after it, that everything else changes. I mean, I think about different times where, you know, I've heard you talk or I've, you know, been reading your book and kind of looking at the idea that, you know, we're moving into this essentially multitude of, you know, generations of workforces. And for some folks, this style of more working remotely or making your own schedule is all that we know versus folks like myself or folks that are from different generations which kind of bridge those. And so I think this will, after this is done, change everything. I agree. And as a result then, for the companies who, let's just say, are laying off hundreds, tens, hundreds, thousands of people right now, uh, when they go back to their normal, what is the most important thing a leader needs to consider right now as they sort of as we sort of wrap up the conversation and enter into a, a bit of a last thought here, what is it that a leader's most important job is right now? And, and ultimately, do you have any, any quick tips as to how they can achieve that? I think ultimately a leader's biggest responsibility at the moment is to make sure that all of their team members feel safe and supported, that they're being exceptionally open and transparent about communication, about the opportunities this sort of new normal is providing while at the same time being really open about some of the challenges. I think as folks are coming back to the work environment after all of this is done, I think leaders need to be aware that this could also have been a huge growth or evolution period for people. And so they may be coming back to the same roles, 
but they also may have grown so significantly in other ways or have had more time to really connect with themselves that they may have also changed. So I think just, you know, off the top of my head, those would be some of the most important things. Yeah, I think that's great. Gareth, do you have any extra final thoughts for us today? You know, I think just at the moment, I, you know, really need to stress the importance of folks doing self-care, but, you know, for everyone who is working at home, it's really thinking about how do you take the core aspects of who you are and your strengths and really evolve that into your work environment um, at home Mm -hmm. for what you create for yourself. Gareth, thanks so much for all of your insights today. It's been great to have you as a a friend and an ally for for years now, and I'm looking forward to, to the months and years to come. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Eric. For more podcasts, show notes, and to connect with our speaker today, visit ericturmundi.com. That's E-R-I-C-T-E-R-M-U-E-N-D-E.com. And click the podcast tab. Thanks for listening.